Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Michael Bernstein, the rabbi of Congregation Gesher Torah in Alpharetta, Georgia. Today we are looking at Peitet, Psachim, the 89th page. The conversation dealing with eating of the Paschal sacrifice and continues to deal with the concept of registration. Registration meaning that in order for the sacrifice to be done in the name of those who are partaking, there must be a registration beforehand so that we know everyone who will partake. The conversation then turns to a question that you might not expect to come up in these uh, lofty discussions about eating a sacrifice for the sake of remembering going out of Egypt, but when we think about it practically, it seems obvious. When you have registered to partake of a meal, what are the limits of what you can take, how you can take it, and what you can ask of the group that you are partaking with to do for you? The Mishnah deals most specifically with a situation where one registrant invites others to register with him without the consent of the group. And the question that arises is, can the rest of the group say, well, take your portions and leave? The conversation in the Gemara turns to the idea of whether or not this parallels a similar situation, not where extra people come in, but where somebody who is euphemistically described as having refined hands, yadaim yafot, but what that really means is he's using his hands to take faster than anybody else, and those who are partaking are afraid they will not get their portion or that this other person will eat well more than his share. May they say to him, leave, tul say, take your portion and go somewhere else so that we don't have to worry. The counter is that the person who was invited can say, no, you invited me to participate, and that is unconditional. And the Gemara will go back and forth using some technical language, but basically dealing with the very concept. Can an invited guest or participant say, you invited me, and therefore you cannot restrict what I do? Or can the assembly say, when we invited you, it was to take a reasonable portion, not to eat us out of our own portion, and therefore take your portion and leave. And what's at stake is not getting a portion, but of continuing to eat together with the group. What is interesting to me is that after the conversation goes back and forth, first with things that are technically only true of the Korban Pesach, of the Paschal Sacrifice, such as, we only ask you to register because we wanted to make sure all of the meat was eaten and nothing left over, the Talmud also makes the point that, in fact, this conversation can be relevant outside the ritual realm of sacrifice and simply dealing with companions on a monetary level who have paid to be part of a meal together. And whether or not, at some point, someone can turn to another and say, hey, 
Your hands are too refined. Your 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 hands are too uh, are too quick, too fast to uh, eat in a way that everyone has a chance. So take the portion that you paid for and go, so that everybody else is assured of their own portion. At the conclusion of the of this daf, at the conclusion of this section of conversation, the Gemara relates a story, and. As often happens, the story gives us more dimension into this conversation. It's Rav Papa and Rav Huna, and Rav Papa and Rav Huna are eating not a ritual meal, but simply eating bread together. And Rav Huna, this is uh, Rav Huna Bare de Rav Yehoshua, Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yehoshua, is eating one portion, and Rav Papa has eaten four in the same amount of time. So Rav Huna says, hey, let's, let's divide this equally. But Rav Papa says, no, we're eating together. This is not about dividing equally, this is about sharing a meal together, and if I eat faster than you, that's your problem. So they go back and forth with all of the other arguments that are on this page. You invited me unconditionally, actually you invited me only to share the meal, they point out the fact that this is a, a, a secular meal, a regular meal, not a sacrifice. But um, the counter is, is that the parallel should be true in any meal. What happens in the end is that Rav Papa says to Rav Huna in the very end that, in fact, even in this joint meal, where Rav Huna says to Rav Papa that even in this joint meal, it should make a parallel to the sacrifice. And, in, and that convinces Rav Papa to, in fact, divide the meal equally. What's interesting is this, is that these arguments that go back and forth presuppose this parallel. But by citing it, I believe what's going on is saying, look, this isn't just a meal. This isn't just a chance to share. It's a chance to share the community, to share a communal responsibility, just like the Paschal sacrifice involves a communal responsibility. However, the story ends with a little coda, that after Rav Papa and Rav Huna have shared their meal, Rav Huna goes to have a meal with Ravina. Ravina actually eats eight portions before Rav Huna can finish. And the story does not end with a, uh, um, a new discussion with Ravina, but simply Rav Huna throwing up his hands and saying, I would rather eat with a hundred papas and not one ravina. Now, the math doesn't work. I mean, obviously, a hundred papas would eat 400 portions. But what it actually means is that this is not about math. It's about gluttony or about derech eretz, about the way we treat each other. Someone is going to eat eight portions before you have one. There's no use even arguing. There's just no presupposition here that you're really sharing. And so I think that, as often happens in the story, is the technicalities of the back and forth about what you may do with your meal and how you may or may not impose upon your guest or your guest impose upon the group basically gives way to the image of, you know, there's a, we don't exactly know how to define absolute gluttony, but we know it when we see it. Four portions to one, we can have a conversation. Eight portions to one, you got to just throw up your hands and say, this doesn't work. And all of this is in the backdrop of how the Paschal Sacrifice is a meal that must be eaten together. 
not just to share the food, but to share the responsibility of how we look out for one another's portion. Perhaps the line is crossed, perhaps the line isn't, but the question is always raised, how much do we owe the community? How much does the community owe us? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.